This podcast is not for everyone. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 0.1. Yes, episode 0.1. I did warn you and say this isn't going to be your usual podcast. I mean, who usually does an episode (laughs) 0.1? Anyway, it's your girl Fatmon, aka Fatmon Scoop, and welcome to my podcast, My Three Scoops, where we are going to be talking about everything related to health, life, and God. Quite simply that. Nothing is too deep, Nothing is too shallow and nothing is off the table. So in this episode, I just wanted to introduce myself and share a little bit more about my journey and this journey that we're going to be on together. The name of this podcast is My Three Scoops, and this comes from 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. And that's where I got the health, life and God from. In this verse, John was expressing what I believe is God's heart for us. All will be well with us in our health, our life and our walk with him if we would only walk in the fullness of what he has called us to as a body of believers. This is going to be a seasonal podcast. So each season, I'm going to pick a topic that's on my heart and break it down into episodes approaching it from the My Three Scoops, Health, Life and God. And that doesn't mean that each season is only going to be three episodes, but more that in everything we discuss, I'll approach it from these three angles. I'll release a new episode once a week with breaks in between each season just to catch up on life and motherhood and work and all that other stuff. So let me talk a bit about myself. Well, I'm a clinical pharmacist by profession, so I aim to bring the perfect dose of faith and reality. I'm also a wife, a mom, a pastor, a mentor, a black woman, and my Myers-Briggs is INFJ, if you want to go and look that up. Those are all my CV slash resume headlines, but who am I really? Well, I'm a girl. And yes, I'm in my 30s, but I still consider myself a girl because I'm very aware that there's just so much that I'm still learning and figuring out about life, the world, myself and how it all fits together. If I was going to describe myself, I would say that I am bold, yet shy, introverted, but quite expressive, reflective and calculated, but impulsive when I need to be and confident but I still struggle with imposter syndrome, which is why it took me so long to start this podcast. (laughs) My husband would probably tell you that I'm more amazing than I believe myself to be, but I'm also quite comfortable with who I am and the journey that I'm on. And in spite of all this, I recognize that I've been called to give, serve, support, and inspire. And this is why I daily put aside my feelings to submit to the higher core. I'm no longer an insecure 18-year-old. I've grown, I've healed, and I've learned. And guess what? I'm still growing, I'm still healing, and I'm still learning. And I'm probably only now beginning to rest in the fullness of God's words and his promises over my life. So this is me. I am me. And this is Fatmon. So I thought it'd be really important to share with you why I'm here with this podcast And one of the things that I said in my podcast description, that this isn't just another self-help podcast with Christian undertones. And I genuinely mean that. I think the world has become so very spiritual, not godly, but spiritual. We focus more and more on the individual, self-centeredness, living our best lives, seeking out our own identities and purpose. 
It's this whole, we can be whoever we want to be. But the biggest shame in these modern or Western philosophies is that the church in general has began to adopt them because there's just enough truth in them to make it the bulk of the mainstream teaching that we're seeing. It's all about being happy and being comfortable. And on the surface, these ideologies aren't necessarily wrong. That's a whole nother podcast. But because they don't have God and scripture at their core, we start to fall foul of what the Bible says is having the appearance of godliness, but denying the power of God. And this is from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5. And the Bible actually warns us to avoid such people and avoid such things. I believe this so much that even with our children, I've gotten into the habit of telling them, you can be anything that God has called you to be. Really putting God back in the center and narrative of anything positive that the world is shoving in our direction. So I'm looking around and I'm studying and I'm praying and I'm reading my Bible and I'm asking myself, is the church really, the church around the world, is the church really functioning as the body that God has called or designed us to be? And then I look at the pandemic and I look at lockdown and all non-essential places were closed and the church was put in that category. The church was put in the non-essential category, but alcohol stores were allowed to remain open. And I looked even more and I saw that instead of the church on large to reflect and say, wait a second, hold on. What does this say about our impact, our efficiency, our effectiveness? Instead of us to ask ourselves these difficult questions, we cried foul and discrimination. Instead of us to fall to our knees with a cry for revival and repentance, we took the same model of church that we had hidden in four walls and filmed it and replicated it to put it on the internet for the world to see. And in all of my studies, I've realized that we are supposed to be an ecclesia. And if you're a church person, chances are you've heard this word before, but let's get into the function of the ecclesia. So the ecclesia or the called out ones were an assembly of people that were responsible for declaring war and military strategy. And at the meetings, the ecclesia would gather and make decisions about battle, advancing the kingdom and foreign policy. They were the people who were selected to be closest to the king and they will be called into his private and inner chambers to hear his words and desires. Their job was then to take the words that they heard in secret, gather together, make them into law and disseminate them to other citizens in the region and strategize uprisings to ensure that the will and the desire of the king was done throughout the land and the kingdom advanced. This was the function of the early church. It wasn't a gathering of comfortable or non-essential people with no impact once their gathering finished at 1pm on a Sunday. <laughs> and if you go to this passage in Matthew 16, where this concept of the ecclesia is introduced in the Bible, the way the story just flows is all very interesting. Just before Jesus asks the famous question, who do you say I am? He was actually having a discussion with the disciples about bread with yeast in it or leavened bread. And he was reminding the disciples not to be corrupted by the systems and the teachings of the Pharisees or the Sadducees. 
So the Pharisees at the time were concerned with, in essence, making the Torah or the Bible fit into the world's current narrative. And the Sadducees were concerned with the Torah alone or the Bible alone being preserved. And that's quite funny because thousands of years later, the church is still in tension with these two positions. But just after this conversation about not getting caught up in the world's systems and ideologies, Jesus goes, who do you say I am? Because I need you to understand who I am. And then Peter rises up and he replies and goes, you are the Christ, the son, the living God. Jesus hadn't died yet, by the way, but Peter had caught the full revelation of who God is. And this is why Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Jesus responded to Peter and goes, on this revelation, I will build my own ecclesia, my own army, my own people who will create military grade strategy and advance my kingdom and its principles and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Christian, I am here to tell you, you are an instrument of change. You are a culture shifter. You you are an influencer. You are a member of the ecclesia, the assembly of people who will gather together to spiritually strategize and tear up and decimate the world system and push back the darkness. And this is why God said, I will build my ecclesia and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And the Romans understood what their role was and what Jesus was calling them to be and to do because they understood the function of the ecclesia. And until we understand who Jesus is and the function of the church, we will remain a church at large that is only self-serving. So once again, I am not here to be a self-help podcast with Christian undertones. I am bold and direct with my faith. And this is what I'm hoping we will journey through together. So I'm always going to try and close each podcast with suggested reflection points or prayers for you to consider, because I don't want this to just be me speaking. I want to stir you up to do and to go. So number one, think about where you are right now. Think about what I've said about the ecclesia. Does your life match up to this? Number two, if not, take some time to repent and ask God to show you where you can make changes. If you're lacking in confidence, ask yourself why, and then ask God why, and give room and space for him to speak to you. Number three, make at least one action point from this episode and what came out in your time of prayer. Until next time, it's your girl Fat Mon Scoop. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>